Woo! Good evening, everybody. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Excuse us. We're cracking that right now. Like, Don't mind us. Yeah. Having a good old time. But um, welcome to episode nine of The, the Yams. Yams. It is your girl, Showbells. AC. And um, what are we talking about today? Everything, huh? You know, I feel like it's, you know, a couple things that then happened uh, between the last time we recorded. Yes, we're all going on. With our guys, but... So you know, so we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I guess anything anything new happening with you? No, going on? absolutely not. I'm still Shit, broke. Me neither. I'm still broke. So I'm trying yeah, to me re- too rectify that. So as soon as I lose this gut, I might have to ha- hop on somebody's Listen, pole right anybody quick. hiring any plus size strippers? Cut. Because I'm still not afraid to take that str- that strip turnship. I'm Mm-mm. not above it at all. Uh, these coins got to be made. I mean, I'm saying I got a gut. But I got a butt too. So <laughs> And I, I have a gut and no butt. But you know what? We can make it happen. You know I'm what saying. I mean? I got no, I'm not even gonna do this today. So we wanted to wear something out, guys. But that's about it. Still Maybe working. I can be a strip manager. <laughs> Maybe I can get other people some coins while Maybe I could be a strip Maybe. pimp. A stripper pimp. Okay. Is that a thing? It might be. I feel like yeah. I feel like I'm that might sure be my something. lane. That might be my lane. That's not because I can't. All them little tricky shits that them girls be doing in the pole. I can't. I no, can't even. Yeah. I can't even properly do a push up, let alone turn my ass around upside down on the pole. So there's that. <laughs> there is that. I don't know. I might just gotta get my pimp hands strong, my for real <laughs> pimp hands strong. I'm saying I got little hands. We but talked I hit, about it. Yeah, we talked about yeah. it. Them little hands might create I, some little listen, some whiplash, some wind action behind it. I hit kind of hard. You know, my what hands mean? are small, but I hit hard. So I might got to get that cracking because you know something got to give. But other than that, I mean, still working. You know, know. the usual. Still black stuff. and still ain't pregnant. Amen. Thank Hold God for it. that. Hold it. Out. Yeah. Any good? Won't he do Ooh, it? I felt that. <laughs> Won't he do it? I felt that on a spiritual level. <laughs> Wow, God is a good. Oh, tell me. You know what? We did all of that. We didn't even uh, play our little intro music. Oh, and we said we were going to do that soon. And see, see see what the the wine do. I only took one sip, and we already. The wild vines, Lord, got us twisted. Help us already. Players Club is on. Shout out to players. Shout out to players club. Speaking of strippers, shout out to players club. Shout out to uh, Diamond and Ronnie and them. Truth and tricks. Because tricks old ass was up there trying to get it in. So Poor I understand. Amy. I understand where she's at in life. So Poor I get thing. it. Because I do need to pay these student loans. Let me tell you about Nevian and them. They done called me the other day. And I was like, look, I don't know what to tell you because I ain't got I it, player. It. I don't I have it. it. So. Why, when I was taking my nap earlier today, though, a bill collector called. Not only did he call from a 412 number, but he called me like twice. Like he was a friend or something. Sir, <laughs> I, no. I just politely said, I don't have your money. And so I don't know what to tell you. And no. I just want to. See, the thing is, because I got the little caller ID thing on my phone. And they'll have like names pop up. And I'm like, who is you? Yeah. You're, mm-hmm. I don't know you. And we're I don't care friends. that you're calling from a 412 number. I don't know you, player. So we're, we're not I'm friends. not answering the phone. Good night. I ain't got your money. Because so. I got appointments and stuff coming up. So I figured... Maybe it was one of them trying to confirm mm-hmm. what was going on. Mm-hmm. I answered that phone. Then wow. they'd be like, they say your name like three times to make sure it's you. <laughs> Next time I'd be like, no, she changed her number. She's not, she's dead. <laughs> she died. Because I'm I ready mean, to fake mine, but I don't want to wish that upon myself. <laughs> true. And then the Lord be like, true. well, like, you know well, what, bitch? You're going to die. You asked so, for it. 
And so here you are. You better quit that. And then and then end up going to hell. I don't have time for yeah, that. Nah, we be playing that. around with death and go to hell. Nah. Don't want to be nah, homies with with homie uh, Lucifer and shit. We ain't mm-hmm. doing that. I'm not homesick, Jesus. But look, shout out to Annie <laughs> drinking this wine with straw. <laughs> You know why? Because I'm classy as fuck. Okay, I, I drink. It. I drink my I shit it. out of straw. All right? I love it. I had. I drank my shit, my gin and juice out of this earlier too. So I love it. Not only is it in a wine glass, I got the straw to go with it because I'm classy it. as fuck. Hey, All right. It. So just so we got that clear. You want a straw? I got some more. I'm good. In the, you sure? I'm good. Okay. I mean, we got the stems on it, so I'm, I can hold it with my little hands. Okay. Today. All right. I'm just straw. saying because. <laughs> Straw makes things go down <laughs> easier. I'm just that trying to hilarious. trying to be a friend, trying to help out. <laughs> so anyway, so. though, hold on, wait, wait, hold oh. on. We, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play our little clip. Y'all gotta listen real good because it's only two seconds. Hold on. Hey, that's what we got. That's our little intro music. Our little intro dip. Because we are the yams. The yams. Once again, we in the building. So that um that takes care of that. Now I think it's time for our icebreaker. Okay. Oh wait, damn. <laughs> we play way too much. Every single time we play. Way too much. And you know what's sad? We have the little shit queued up and yeah. everything, and we still don't ever. And we ever, still be playing. Yeah. We, just we don't ever have it ready on time. Play. It's a shame. That's a damn shame. Shout out to Booter for the uh, sound effects. Yes. And shout out to ADD, because we be all over all the place. All over the place. This episode might fuck around and be two hours. <laughs> um, all right. So, well, we got 30 seconds for this game. Is it 30? I think. Hold on. You know, read the, read the instructions because you know black people make up their own set of rules. I need my glass. Yeah, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. Damn it. This is how you know you're getting old when you be like, I need my, I glasses. Need my glasses. What, show? Terrible. Sheesh. So we about to play uh, <clears throat> Name 5. For those of you who have never played it before, it's literally a deck of cards and they ask you to name five things in 30 seconds. We don't know what we're about to pick up. And so things could get a little interesting. Um, so yeah. Let's go ahead and get started. You want to go first? Shell's going to go first. I don't know, because I've never played this before. No, that's okay. That's all right. We're going to do a test run. <laughs> Shell's going to go first. <laughs> Fine. Let me get my little so, timer set okay. up. So you said I just pick one of these? And, just pick a But card. that's too easy. Like one of these categories right here? Yeah. Or go through all of them? Oh, wait. Because that's too no, easy. No, no, no. You got to go through all of them. Each of- you either got to name, like name five of one, so two, like, three, four, or five. So you got options. So I could basically ask you whichever one I want. Okay. And you have to name five of them. All right. Oh, let me get my little timer set up. Good Lord. Y'all got to pray for me because my mind be going blank. Okay. Mm. All right. I'm counting on y'all prayers. All right. I don't know if this is going to be easy or not, but here we go. All right. You got 30 seconds. Name five birthstones. Go. Ruby. Amethyst. Diamond. Because that's mine. Emerald and shit. Uh, damn it! Ruby, amethyst, emerald, diamond. Fuck. What's one more? I will give you mine, but that will be cheating. Damn it! <laughs> uh, 
three, two, fuck. one. And you right. know what? Next time we're gonna do a drinking game because we're gonna make Charles drink up in here. <laughs> well, I got we four. Gonna, we're gonna let her live today, though. We're gonna let her live. Damn, I was on a roll with you. You were. Just, you were. Okay, what was one, what was another one? Sapphire. Shit. Well, hey, I got mine in there because mine is diamond. That's the best one. Shout out to Sapphire. That was yours. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is Pearl? No, Pearl's not a Pearl's, I don't Did think I Pearl's one. I feel like I made that up. I don't think so. Okay. All right, I guess it's my turn. All right, let me get my little timer and stuff together and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. Because you know. All right. You know, y'all know we don't ever have shit ready. We y'all probably sitting here judging us right now, but you know what? What abs? Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate you. What fucking abs? <laughs> hey, y'all, listen. So, like, for real, for real, I've been trying to do, I mean, like, do good, and God has been good to me. I haven't cussed <gasps> that much. <laughs> <laughs> That much all week, and my road rage has slowed down. Wow, look at God. Come on, give me some up top. Look at the Lord, okay? Because that's yeah, until tonight. So. I was gonna say, I feel like until we started recording, and then shit yeah. just kind of went downhill. All right, you ready? <sighs> yeah, okay. Name five Disney movie couples. That's uh, too easy. That is easy. Uh, Jasmine and Aladdin, um, Simba and Nala. Uh, uh, Ariel and Eric, and damn, I'm the one saying that was easy. Um, Mulan and whoever she was boning, uh, whoever she was, (laughs) (laughs) don't count Cinderella and the Prince. Um, and oh, uh, that was five, that was five, but okay, but Mulan, that no, that don't count. (laughs) Oh man. You can say whoever she was done in the movie. Whoever she was clapping yams with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Milan was getting them little Asian cheeks smashed. Okay? <laughs> Can't stand you. <laughs> she said, I might look like a man, but. Uh, 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 uh. All right. All right, Michelle's turn. Y'all, we don't have no damn sense. I don't. That's why I appreciate y'all for listening because I'd have quit on us oh, so Lord. long ago. Um. Oh. Oh, I could have did that one. Pick another one. Okay, I'm gonna go with <laughs> name five Super Mario characters. Luigi, Mario, the princess, King Koopa. And the um the fucking mushrooms. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn mushroom that he stomped on. Goddamn mushroom. God damn it, with that's a character. Little mushroom with the Fuck red that. white hat on. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit now. Shit, that counts. <laughs> the goddamn mushroom. You right. You right, that counts. Because I said whoever Mulan was fucking. Yeah, so yep. I mean, hey. <laughs> All is fair in name five. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, here we go again. Oh, wait, let me get my timer cracking. Okay. True, because I'll take five minutes. Uh, this one might be kind of hard. Oh, man. Okay. Food, juice, and eating contest. Go. Uh, pie, hot dogs, um, 
Shit, that's all I got. That's actually the easiest one in there. Are you serious? Yeah. Eating contest? Um, goddamn. Uh, <laughs> 12 seconds. 10 seconds. Pie and hot dogs put together. Pie <laughs> uh, <laughs> with hot dog giblets. I don't, I don't okay. know. Watermelon's one. Oh, shit. You know. You know, as black people. Maybe that's because I don't really fuck with watermelon. I don't like watermelon either. I don't okay. give a fuck. So Take my black card. It never crosses my mind. I don't care. I hate watermelon. Shit's crosses my mind. It is gross. I think it's the texture for me. It gives me a headache. I can't Shit do it. Shit stinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last round. Okay. Last round. Last round. Last round. I don't know why the fuck we're so weak right now, but everything's God damn. Funny. This is literally the card I just picked up. That's wild. I should be a oh. magician. Okay, let me see. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm scared. I am scared. All right. Name five Tyler Perry movies. Go. Uh, the <laughs> fuck? Medea, 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 fucking Dia. <laughs> it's like, nah. Family Reunion, Family That Praise, Meet the Browns, I Can Do Bad All By Myself. Fucking uh, Diary of a Man Black Woman. Boom! There you go. Fucking Medea. All of them got Medea, Medea, Medea. Medea <laughs> and Medea. All of Dylon, them. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. <laughs> All the Medeas. Boom. That's like 10 right there. Shit. And if you count the plays that was on DVD. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. All right. Last one. All right, last one, y'all. Here we get go. Get my timer cracking. Here we go. Oh, okay. This one's easy. Okay. Name five Nickelodeon shows. Go. All that, Ren and Stimpy, Clarissa Explains It All, Are You Afraid of the Dark, and uh, uh, Guts. You named the classic. Bang. There we go. Bang. Yeah, that was easy. So that was fun. We're going to have to do, yeah, that, again. Do that again. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, good show. <laughs> All right, so that was our icebreaker. Because we ain't have it up. Fuck it. Right. I mean, hey, it's whatever. So um, that was fun. We have some things like some shit to talk about uh, in the past two weeks that we would just love to discuss. Uh, But I think I feel like we should get the good things out of the way because it gets a little it's a little messy after that. Yeah. Um, so the SAGs happened and a special shout out to Sterling K. Brown, who is my boo Loki, who won a SAG and he is the first African-American to win outstanding performance by a male actor. And it's still amazing to me that in 2018, that we are still setting records for being the first African-Americans to do anything. It's not surprising, but it's just Mm -hmm. like, damn. All these damn years. Really? But hey, he winning them, and he's Shell. he's the shit at what he does. Shell, he's awesome. You have to watch This Is Us. Listen, I'm so behind, and I need I really need to catch up. You have but, to watch This Is Us. Like I told somebody on Facebook, I think because at the time, at one of them times, it was on the same time as Queen Sugar, and I was like, mm. I can't, my thug just can't take it. Yeah, because I know one night I watched both of them in the same day, and I was like. Yeah. Bitch, are you slow? Why would you do this? Nope, my thug. 
Yeah. Can't take it. Yeah. So I'm going to go back and watch it. But it, it is an amazing show. Now, yeah. I'm not fully caught up. I missed this week's episode, so I'll probably do that after you leave. I'm already drinking wine, so I mean, I might as well just go on ahead. Be all in your feelings. Just swan dive into my feelings mm-hmm. and just let it happen. All in your thug feelings. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, shout out to Sterling. He's just black as hell, and I love it because he's just black as fuck and he's the shit. Right. And right. his speeches are always the shit. Right. Very inspiring and just... Because I know they tried to cut him. What was that? The Was that another award show that they tried to cut off his speech? Was it him? Yeah, they definitely cut him off. I don't remember. I don't think it was the SAGs, though. I remember they tried to cut off Daniel Kaluuya on the Golden Globes. And he was like, I don't care about y'all music. <laughs> no, that was, that was just not on the SAGs. He was like, I don't care that y'all put down your music. Yeah, okay. and he just kept going because yeah, I remember was like, dying laughing. Music, he didn't give a shit. Yeah, I'm going to keep on talking. And it was Fuck great music, with his nigga. sexy self. Now, listen, let me backtrack and give y'all the disclaimer about Daniel Kaluuya because, <laughs> okay, when we saw him in Get Out, my man looked a little ashy. And yep. I don't know if it was because he was the was with the white girl. I don't know that she didn't make sure he was properly moisturized. No. Um, or that his skin was properly lubricated. Because he was Tyrese crusty. I kept trying to throw my Carmex at the screen. Not going to lie, when I saw it. <laughs> and I, I, I had concerns. I had concerns. Um, but my man Daniel been out here looking like a snack. Okay? A whole vending machine. And uh, when he spoke on the sags and that accent came out, I said, well, goddamn, just, you know, just <laughs> throw me down. Because and he was glistening. He was all black uh, and glistening and just. Woo. Yeah. That accent. I he don't, came up. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I definitely tried to throw my drawers at the screen. So. Yeah. He was crusty I mean, and, and get out, but yeah, he came up. Yeah. Yeah. He came up. Yeah. It was like, remember in the opening scene to get out, it was almost like he didn't put on mm-hmm. any lotion mm-hmm. since he got out the shower. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I. Mm. Okay. And he is. So shout out to Sterling because he's killing the game. Right he now. is. He he's really, really is. And he is just adorable. I want to stick him in my pocket. And his wife is beautiful too. Yes. Shout out, shout out to, to black, black men love. that love black women. Yes. Shout out. But you know, we're not going to go there today. No, we're not. Um, we're going to keep it. Yeah. Not going there tonight. Yeah. No. So no. we're going to keep it light. <laughs> keep it as light as possible. Yeah. Let's, let's go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, yes. special shout out to Marseille Martin. Diane on Blackish. Yes. She's she such a cute is guy. just adorable and she she is quick with the hitters. Quick with them. Um, but special shout out to her because she will be executive producing. Mind you, this baby is 13. 13. She will be executive producing her own show. Um, that she created about a woman, I think for those of you who have seen like 13 going on 30, it's that type of feel where a woman kind of back, backtracks to her childhood because she's dealing with some things. Actually, that's right along with our main topic, but we'll get to that later. Um, going through some things and she kind of backtracks and lives through her childhood all over again. So shout out to her for writing the story that she knows that she knows that she could star in word to her. Um, but these blackish children are doing it. All of them. Because grown is just hilarious. I love grown. And it's so funny because it just brings back memories of college. Mm-hmm. And not even just college. Just being a goofy, stupid ass yeah, teenager. Absolutely. Like, it's just so funny. And they're just cute and hilarious. Absolutely. Um, and she is incredibly smart. Yeah. Like she is so very. Smart. And you know that's my little cousin. 
Because you know that's Nas's little cousin. So, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Cold. That's my little cousin. Because I was about to say for real. You know, like, that's little cousin. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay, I got cousin. you. I got you. So, yeah. Got you. Cousin, cousin by marriage. That's cousin. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Shout out So, to go me. ahead, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, cuz, boo. Yeah, the blackest children are, are doing their thing. And it, it makes me feel proud. Mm-hmm. Almost like a mama. Almost. Almost. Little auntie, yeah, you know, you know, like the auntie that only comes around when there's liquor available. <laughs> that one. Um, so yeah, ahead, babies. Yeah. Um, Oscar nominations. This is, I guess, this is good news. Well, Get Out got nominated for four things. So they got what Best Picture nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Daniel Kaluuya got nominated for Best Actor in the category with Denzel, mm-hmm. which is good. But like I said before, they get on my nerves because they always do, uh, nominate Denzel and play my uncle. Leave Uncle Denzel alone. And like, no. Leave him alone. Just leave Uncle Denzel alone. Just, just let him go. Leave him alone because y'all not going to give him shit. No, you're um, not. And it's it's disappointing. And he's going to sit there and be fake happy for everybody knowing yeah. that he deserves something. Now, if it was me, this is why I can't be in the limelight because I'd be the flipped the table mm-hmm. and told everybody to suck my dick on the way out the door. And I'm not going to fake smile at nothing. Y'all no. can kiss my whole entire no. black fucking ass. No. That's like when kids, make, when you, like, on the sports mm-hmm. teams, when they make mm-hmm. them, like, slap five at the end. Yeah, I don't want to fucking slap your hand. We lost. What am I excited for? Don't give and a don't, shit. Don't put the camera in on me either because yeah, I'm giving no. all of y'all a middle fucking finger. Kiss my ass. And huh. I'm saying that to the camera. Huh. Kiss my black fucking ass. Okay? <laughs> so... And then uh, Jordan Peele got nominated for Best Director. Director, yeah. And then there was yeah, something yeah. else they got nominated for. But all together, they got nominated for four. And Do we feel like they're going to win anything? No. Probably not. But no. No. we got to have hope. Keep hope alive. I mean, I'm going to watch uh, just in case. Yeah. But no. And then Mary J got nominated for the movie, uh, the Netflix movie Mudbound. So Which shout out to Mary Jane. When you drop a fuck nigga. Oh, I mean, hell. I don't. I'm not trying to do all that right now. But I'm saying, sometimes we, we drop a fuck light, ass show. nigga. We keeping it light. You we know, you, light. you glow up. So I'm just gonna leave it there. But shout out to Mary because you know she's doing big things. Right shout now. out to Mary's glow up. Yep. Um. Also, shout out to Octavia Spencer yes. who, um, is nominated for a supporting actress. Uh, award for The Shape of Water. I still don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either. How do you even shape water? Is there a shape of water? Because I don't know, but hey. Shout out to Octave. Shout out to her. Um, Let me see. Who else? Somebody got... Somebody got... Oh, you know what? Mary J's nominated. She got two, actually, because she got nominated for Best Supporting Actress, and she also got nominated for Best Original Song for the movie. Oh, for the movie. Yeah. So, you know, special shout out to her. Um, well, like Issa Rae said, I'm rooting for rooting everybody, for black. everybody black. And so, I, I mean that with my whole it. heart. Everybody okay, black. I'm rooting for almost everybody black. Um, Who's black that we ain't uh, rooting for? We'll come to that in a minute. Um, okay. Because there's some people that's just like, Ugh, you should probably just relax a little bit. Um... But yeah, as far as the, the, the Oscars are concerned, I am rooting for everyone black. And, you know, I'm excited to see what happens. I feel like I'm probably just going to have to roll up and smoke oh, some because... Kobe Bryant got nominated for some shit, too. So, even I don't like Kobe, but still, you know, that's nice. The hell he got nominated? Some sports shit. 
<laughs> I have to say it like that. But um, some shit he made, some little animated short film or some shit like that. Yeah. But he got nominated. So people were pissed about that though. That's so. I saw it's, people it's were incredibly really mad. random. Yeah, it is. But I mean, but I saw people were like really mad, and I'm like, oh, okay, but okay. Hmm. But yeah, he got nominated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go Cubby. Okay. So hey, everybody black. I hope y'all black asses win. Yeah, yeah. That's so about know, that's that. what I'm saying. So uh word to the Oscars. Anywho, what's next? Uh, <clears throat> I think this is where things kind of take a sharp left. Because <laughs> I don't think we have anything else good to, oh, let me pull up their, um, to discuss. Uh so for those of you who missed it. There is an, I think they're Italian. Yeah. Yes. An Italian cosmetics company um, released a line of nail polish and the color that they named their black shade was called Thick as a Nigger. Now. I just want to know who thought that was okay. Why they thought that was okay. What the fuck does thick as a nigger mean? What does that mean? Because do we have thick nail beds? Um, do we have... Like, I'm trying to think. If it was a lipstick, I'd be like, okay, so does that mean we have thick... We do have thick lips. Um, but if it... People I, want them, so I don't, I don't... I feel like at this point, these companies kind of do these things... honestly just for publicity sake Mm -hmm. because there's no way in hell in the year of our lord 2018 that you don't know that nigga is a racist term i don't care if you're from the backwoods of i don't i don't know like you know that nigga is a racist term Mm -hmm. and so for you to intentionally put out a product that's kind of how i feel about h&m too yeah um so for you to put out something that is blatantly racist, it's like, okay, so you're just doing this shit for attention. You want people to talk about you. And in this case, you feel like any publicity is good publicity. That's and, what uh, Easy e said. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Yeah, Easy e said that. So I, I feel like they're just kind of And so like, no. it's a special fuck you to Wicon Cosmetics. And then they release a, a corny, and that's the thing that killed me. Y'all do this ignorant shit. Then y'all release these fake ass apology Apologies. letters. Yes, like we didn't know that it was offensive. Yes, the fuck you did. There's no, like you say, there's no way that you didn't know this shit was offensive. Yeah, there's like there's no fucking way. Yeah. that you didn't know. And then they're saying that they did like extensive market research and had group feedback and all of this stuff. So it's like, well, who in the room did you have? No, not one person in the room was like, hey, uh, we might not want to do this. No one. Or did that person get fired that day? Because y'all wanted this to happen regardless of the outcome. Just wondering. Um, And like you said, these little fake ass apologies, I'd rather rather folks just be like. Yeah, we did the shit. Yeah. We put it out there and. Yeah, we put it out and, you know, we thought we was going to get some coins from Mm -hmm. it and Mm -hmm. leave it at that. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't understand the purpose of a fake ass apology because at the end of the day, it even comes across as a fake ass apology. Like, oh, we we weren't aware of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you knew. With a term like nigga. I even let monkey slide a little bit because it's like, okay, because there's still some black folks that's calling their kids monkeys. (laughs) 
And so it's like, all right, maybe overseas is not the same connotation. But nigga, nigga is a is a racist term worldwide. Absolutely. I don't give a shit where you're from. You know nigga is not an appropriate word. And no white people, you cannot say it. But we're going to talk about that. We'll save that for another day. Because <laughs> I, mm-mm, we'll save that. Because I, I didn't have too much of this wine to even go in on that topic. Um, Bottom line, they was dead ass fucking wrong for that. Yeah, so fuck them. Fuck Wycon. Um, I never even heard of them until the story, which takes me back to my point. I feel like they did this just to mm-hmm. make a name. Because um, I had never heard of them at all. And I still just don't understand what's sick. Thick, thick as a nigga? nigga? What does what? that mean? What are you what saying? What are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean? Oh, child. I don't I'm know. I'm so sick of folks. I really, really am. I don't get it. But okay. I really am. So, yeah. Fuck you. Whatever the fuck your cosmetic brand is. Wycon Cosmetics. They're from Italy. As a staff, as a record, whatever the fuck show nice said. Fuck all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. Basically. <laughs> so, what's next? What's next? Jelly from Philly. Auntie Jill. You yeah, ask my aunt. Everybody, I'm related to everybody. I mean, yeah, because you know, Mark says your what cousin? No, uh, who's the baby that you just said was your cousin? Yara. Yeah, Yara, Yara Shahidi is cousin. your cousin. That's yeah. my cousin. But Auntie Jill and this this divorce and stuff that she's going through with this her Kendu Isaac's with equivalent this dude Mike Dod Dobson Dod Mike whatever Mike Mike you're trash. Fuck down. That's it. Huh. This dude. Okay. First of all. They got married in 2016, and it was low key too, because nobody even Very knew she was dating dude. And then, like all of a sudden, oh hey, I got married. Mm-hmm. And then you come back in November or whatever of 2017, like hey, I'm getting divorced. Okay, because most of us were like, wait, sis, you got married? Yeah. Okay, but go ahead. And then you come back like, hey, we're getting divorced. And then you're like, oh, she's an evil woman, and she's terrible, and she's mentally and blah, 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 abusive, and there was no men in her family and all this other stuff, so she doesn't know how to take a challenge. And mm-hmm. first of all, you have five kids. Mm-hmm. You're 49 years old. Your job is like, I don't even know what you do. But, okay, I get it. You knew all of this stuff before you married her. Right. Okay. So, to me, it sounds like you was looking for, like, a sugar mama. You was looking for a come up. That's what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. Now you want $500,000? Yes and no. But you signed a prenup? But he wants a prenup That now out. you want to throw it yeah. out? Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to say that she forced you or coerced you into signing mm-hmm. the prenup? Mm-hmm. My nigga. No. Yes, it's a no. It's a no. No. Um, because oh, wait, I'm all sweaty. Because <laughs> what you're not going to do, it's a, it's a video. Oh, it's I'm smiling and cheesing. <laughs> oh, um, but no, nah, my nigga, no. But you're not going to play Auntie Jill like this. No. You're not going to do this. Um, because, like I said before, she's an Aries like me. Now I ain't as, like, you know, I, I, I do believe that she's very, like, outspoken because she's like that in her interviews and stuff and she's right. she'll say that she does not do men that she can walk all over she said that right so i believe that what he says but my nigga you knew this shit you knew it going in so you you chose to deal with it and now you're like oh she's evil and this and that okay you was looking for a come up claire that's what i got from it my glass is empty you was looking um, for a come up and now you're mad yeah because you're goofy behind sign a prenup yeah. And 
No. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad. And then Maybe you're trying to say, oh, I'm not like Kendu. Yeah. Yeah. Do or can do adjacent. And then I'm like, why do you feel like you deserve $500,000? You was married to her for two seconds. What did you really contribute to her career? Right. That that you think you deserve. Exactly. Yeah. Get out of here, man. Niggas been trying it these days. No, they have. Um, and then I be seeing people like, no, but when women do it. No, I don't care if you're a woman and you think you deserve $500,000 a month. You a yes piece of shit, no. too. That's it's too enough. much money. Like, no, you nobody deserves that much money a month or whatever. You better go sit the fuck down somewhere. You crazy as hell. Yeah, nah. But don't come from my Aunt Jill, nigga. Like, go sit down somewhere. <sighs> mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with these dudes. I don't know either. I don't but I'll tell it. you what, I'm broke, so don't try and come at me like you can fuck get no. anything. Even when I do come up, it's a no. Fuck no. It is a no. Um... And I ain't no expert on marriage, but I think this kind of comes uh, uh, an issue of, like, marrying down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't do it. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I don't know. Um, which but let me kinda, shut up, because I ain't no expert on that, like I said. I'm single as fuck, so, you know. Which kind of takes us into the topic of CC, but we're not, I don't even think I want to talk about that. Because I feel like people have been coming at Sierra's neck. All her life, but you know, <sighs> do we want to go there? I don't think I. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I care enough to go there. I don't either. Okay, so we can skip that. Okay, cool. Um, I've been seeing, and I added this to our notes because I've been seeing a lot of discussion about uh, men, particularly black men, in this idea of polygamy. There's even shows like there's, of course, the show Sister Wives or whatever. And I was actually watching. I was scrolling through. <laughs> I think it was on TLC um, mm-hmm. and it was called Searching for the Sister Wife. And it just so happened to be a black couple that was looking for another partner to you know be involved with. And let me just say this. Let me just say this right <laughs> off the damn top um I will kill every last one of you motherfuckers because I'm not the type to sit here and share fuck no I probably almost failed preschool because I didn't want to share shit nope and so for you to think that I'm about to either share my man or my food it's a fresh and resounding no from me and I feel like the shit is selfish as hell because there's no way a woman would ever be allowed to have two husbands hell no you know how many hoes and shit will be? I'm not knowingly sharing a goddamn thing. But there, there's been like think pieces and articles and research studies and all of these things about the idea of polygamy. And I'm like, well, then y'all are go really okay with this shit? Y'all go ahead and be over here. I'll if be single. Means, I'll I was be about to say first. that. I was just about to say that. If it means I got to be single over here for a while, then bitch, I'll be single. Because I'm not sharing a goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not that desperate. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that fucking it. desperate. I I'm won't not. do it. And even, what, like, even catching glimpses, because like I said, the show was on, but then they flashed previews to the show Sister Wives. Mm-hmm. Even they're having their issues mm-hmm. because of the jealousy thing. I was about see, to say that. Yep. Like the husband spending time with yep. one over here, then the one over here is getting jealous. And... I yeah. don't have time for that shit. Because you might feel like you're okay with it, and eventually you're like, no, 
I'm not. Like, we could all be, you know, on an episode of Sister Wives, and then it could turn into an episode of Snap, Snap. real quick. Real fast. Like, I, real fast. I'm not I'm not the one. And so, I feel like Jesus didn't put that on my life. No, I'm not okay with that. No, I don't care which not I at all. I'm so not okay with all that. of you men who feel like it's okay to have more than one wife, and you know what? I know a couple. Okay, no. I know a girl who is in a polygamous marriage. Hmm. I went to high school with her. More power to her. Has, you know, her husband... Her and her, I guess, boyfriend at the time, they were together first and then mm-hmm. went out and find, found the other girl. Mm-hmm. Even that right there <laughs> is like, so, nigga, what you saying? I'm not enough? Like, what? you know what I mean? Like, it's the whole, the whole thought process behind sharing. <sighs> More power to them. I, because I, I already know me. Fuck no. That is just not my ministry. Fuck no. That is not my ministry. I can't know. To know, fuck that. And I got way too many kitchen knives for that type of thing. I can't do it. I can't do it. Because like I said, I've been killed every last one of y'all. Hell Mm -hmm. no. I don't don't know. But I guess it's just, I don't know. Just I mean, this whole it's, idea all, it's all about your, your preference, I suppose. But I, let me tell you what I, I prefer. I prefer to have my man to myself. Exactly. And we're going to leave it at that. But um, I guess it's just the idea of, you know, just not being alone, I guess. Like, hey, a man is, a piece of a man is better than no man to some women. Not to Michelle Lynn. Because I'll be the fuck by myself for all that shit. I don't, I don't have that shit in me. I'm not sharing a goddamn thing. I'm stressed just even thinking about mm-hmm. it. And that's not my mm-hmm. life story at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, okay, let's change something. Mm-hmm. Fuck no, ain't no weekend shit, ain't no nine to five, none of that bullshit. Michelle Lynn out. is not sharing, well, no. not knowingly Mm-mm. sharing a goddamn thing. Mm-mm. No, no. Okay? Because I'd be ready to kill you if I found out you cheating on me. Because if you ask me for a taco off my plate, I might smack the fuck out of you. I'm not doing that shit. Fuck no. I don't know how people do it. Uh -uh. And then you got the man out here walking around like he the shit while you looking stupid Mm -hmm. as fuck with her and her over here. Fuck Mm -hmm. that. And I think that's probably my pride too because I ain't with that. No, no. But I ain't with no. Ah, fuck that. And I'm going to say it again. Fuck Fuck that. that. (laughs) Okay. Y'all got that. More power to y'all. The whole thing. More the fuck power to y'all. Because it's, no, it won't mm-hmm. be me. Um, so I figured we would save kind of the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Mama Mo. <sighs> okay, see, here's my thing. Sister Mo. Because I wanted to, I wanted to be like, hey, I feel like she deserves to get paid more. I don't know if I felt like she needed to get, like, whatever... Chris Rockin' was getting. Because I feel like Monet got a good resume. Okay. So I felt like, yeah, she should get paid more than $500,000. Um, and I still kind of do. However, these last couple of days, she's been getting on my nerves now. Yep. And I feel like the more she keeps talking and the more she keeps going about this whole thing, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, relax. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I've seen somebody on Facebook post something about how Netflix offered her $3 million. And I then she turned too. it down. And I'm yeah. like, well, then what the fuck are you mad for yeah. now? So now I'm like, dude, now I, now I can't too. even sat with you no more. Yeah. Because I kind of get her point about black women being lowball. And then I seen how Wanda Sykes said that she got half, mm-hmm. you know, was offered half of what Monique got. But she was like, I took my talent somewhere else. And I get that. Mm-hmm. So I understand what she was talking about because not even just famous black women, like black women, period, get lowball mm-hmm. in jobs and shit like that when, you know, they have a lot of talent and 
work ethic and all that stuff. But I'm like, yo, now you're doing too much. And you got your goofy ass husband who needs to, you don't, you need, I feel like she needs a better team. If she didn't have her husband managing her, she could probably do all right because he probably in her ear Mm -hmm. got her looking stupid. And her attitude is just like, here's fucking that up because you're making me mad now because I wanted to be on your side. I really did. I was like, yeah, she needs to get paid a little bit more, at least a million. Okay. Now you're pissing me off because now you're doing too much and you're talking too much. And it's mm-hmm. just like, either way, I wasn't boycotting shit. Mm-hmm. I was still going, maybe, because I was thinking about cutting Netflix off anyway, not because of her, but I wasn't going to boycott. I'm not boycotting Netflix. But I'm just like, yo, then. like now you're doing too much because you just keep going and going and going and going and going. Yeah. And it's just, it's pissing me off now. Here's how I feel about the situation. Um... <clears throat> Monique has made a reputation for herself in the industry where she is difficult to work with. She has publicly shit on the people who have supported her career. Like Lee Daniels is the reason you have an Oscar. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm not saying that he's not a shitty person to work with, but at the end of the day, you can't shit where you eat. Mm -hmm. You just simply can't. And, and, an industry like entertainment, that shit goes around, mm-hmm. which is why you have not been working. Um, the last movie she put out was Almost Christmas, mm-hmm. and she wasn't. She was in a supporting role, mm-hmm. and so it's like, don't ask us to jump on your bandwagon for the shit. That you've done. Like, don't hold us accountable for mm-hmm. your actions. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like she was lowballed because of all of this, mm-hmm. you know, controversy or whatever that comes along with Monique. Right. And even if you go to her stand-up, she says some outlandish shit. Yeah. Like, she still keeps yeah. Oprah's name in her mouth. She still keeps uh, Lee Daniels' name in her mouth. Like, I think at one point she called him a flaming faggot. Man! Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> what? You can't... I mean, and... I, I'm not saying that Monique shouldn't get what she deserves, but I also am going to sit here and say firsthand that I don't know the world of entertainment mm-hmm. business. So I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, I can't speak to what what, what happened in the boardroom or the decision right. room or whatever. And so if the article is true about her getting $3 million or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, in my mind, I'm picturing picturing it as... They offered her the three. She still wasn't satisfied mm-hmm. with that because of whatever Amy Schumer has been getting. Right. And so then they were like, oh, well, fuck it then. You won't get, get this yeah. 500000 And it was probably because of her goofy-ass husband. He probably was like, I don't know, boy, you know. I don't know. And for me, the whole most decorated comedian and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. sis? Like, you have an Oscar, but that wasn't even for comedy. I just feel like there's a lot of stuff that she needs to get over. Because honestly, like with her doing this whole Oprah thing and all that stuff, she felt like, I was reading that she felt like Oprah did her wrong at some point. I'm not opposed to people telling her stories. If you felt like she right. did you wrong, okay, you can tell your story and that's fine. I don't care. I know people are like, oh, how dare you speak about Oprah because she got money. I get it. I'm not opposed to people telling her stories. Right. But at some point, let that shit go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, I just saw her in stand-up last mm-hmm. time she was here at the Improv. 
and she was still yeah, let going it go. off at the mouth about, you know, folks that did her wrong. And like you said, yeah, you gotta I get go. it. And I understand that, you know, you felt like these people did you wrong and all of that. But sis, if you want a career, there's mm-hmm. certain ass that you have to kiss, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of folks don't make it. Like there's certain ass, and I'm not saying that you should sell your soul mm-hmm. and do all of these things. But at the end of the day, if you want to work, then you have to kind of, at some point, just like you said, let some shit go. If you gotta, you gotta even if you ain't go. kissing some ass, you gotta act like you doing. Fake it, fake, fake it till you make fake it. Fake it till you make like, it. Be an adult and have a conversation with these people. You ain't gotta talk about nothing on stage or none of that oh. shit. But go into somebody's house, office, or whatever, and have a conversation, have a conversation. and say, "Hey, look, I felt like you did this. I didn't like it, but let's move on because I ain't got time to be bitterish. That shit is fucking old." I feel like she's she's kind of claiming the wrong things mm-hmm. because you can't claim sexism because Amy Schumer is mm-hmm. making what she's making. Right. Then you can't claim racism because uh, uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Rock and Dave, and Dave Chappelle are making what they're making. Yeah. So it's like, is this the Monique pity party or do you really feel? And then she went into this whole thing like, well, if I accept this low amount, then what are they going to be offering Tiffany Haddish? Tiffany's not worried about Netflix. Mm-hmm. Tiffany just signed a deal for with a comedy HBO. special with HBO. She's not concerned about Netflix. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, Netflix is probably going to be coming looking for her mm-hmm. because she's doing other things. And that's the point that Monique has to get to. Like, you haven't been relevant since Precious. Right. You really have not been. And Netflix is a type of company. You can look at the stuff that they put out. Yeah. They put out the stuff that's hot right mm-hmm. now. And most people, there's a lot of people that don't find... Amy Schumer funny. However, that's, that's just sure not that's don't. just not our market. But yeah. there are plenty of people who do right. that will go out and watch an Amy Schumer special. I don't think she's funny. I, I think, think she's, she's funny, funny looking. All. I think she looks like a rodent. She looks she's... like a foot to me. <laughs> a fucking knee. She looks like somebody's ashy ass knee. That's what she looks like. And she's not funny. But I mean, like you said, people like her for whatever reason. Michelle, like get knee. out! <laughs> A crusty-ass fucking knee. That's what she look like. No. You know. I just feel like... And then (laughs) the part that also pissed me off... Because I didn't even really watch any of, like, the follow-up videos. Because I I just wasn't interested. But what I did watch was her clap back to Charlemagne calling her donkey of the day. See, I didn't watch that either. I I looked it up on Gossip, but I didn't even even bother clicking on it. I listened to that. And this is where I feel like Monique is just jumping on any bandwagon mm-hmm. that she can find mm-hmm. because she said to him, she said that because he doesn't agree with her approach to this whole thing or that he disagrees that she should be making Amy Schumer money. She said that he hates black women. It's like, whoa, how did, how the fuck did we get here? Like <laughs> at this point you're grasping at mm-hmm. straws because none of mm-hmm. this shit adds up. It doesn't make sense at all. And so I just feel like, this is Monique's opportunity to kind of like she wants to get back in the game or whatever the case may be, but her approach is totally, totally she, wrong. She got to learn how to humble herself. Yes, it's like because again, hard. you're not even the most decorated yeah. comedian. I'm not even sure where you got that from. And I know that's hard to do, but you got to do it. Otherwise, you're gonna be stuck. Yeah, you gonna be in the same Still spot. Stuck. Same spot. Yeah, I was like, I, I really wanted to be like, oh yeah, she should get paid more. I mean, like I said, I still feel like at least a million. But now you're doing too much. 
You're getting on my nerves. So And apparently she's been getting on everybody's nerves. Yeah. Which takes me back to my point about yeah. why she hasn't been working. Yeah. Like you have to own you have to take some accountability mm-hmm. for your own actions. Mm-hmm. You can't throw this pity party and expect for the world to just jump on with you because you're a black woman. Like I get it, but again, I'm not boycotting shit. Yep. I'm not boycotting Netflix. Um, and honestly, the only reason why I'm de- uh, boycotting H&M by default is because none of their shit looks cute on me anyway. And so it's like, I don't really shop there. But with Netflix, it's a no yeah. for me. They're going to still collect yeah. their $11.58 every month. Um, she just got a let dog. And it's so funny because I was in a, uh, what was that yesterday? In this group yesterday. And we were talking about at what point... Do you feel like it's time to let the past go? Yeah. That shit is over. Let yeah. that shit the fuck go. Gotta let it go. Let it go. Gotta There's nothing you can do about it at this And point. again, especially in the world of entertainment where there are literally other people who have their career mm-hmm. in your hands. Mm-hmm. And for me, she's jumping on this whole Time's Up movement, mm-hmm. this uh, gender wage gap thing. Like, she's jumping on the bandwagon mm-hmm. is how I feel about it. Um, now I'm not saying she shouldn't have gone back and again, we can't speak to what exactly happened in the right. room when they had these, you know, this conversation, Right. but her approach is just completely off putting. Yeah. It is completely off putting. And like Charlemagne said, so what happens if you do take your talents elsewhere and they're offering you around the same amount? Are you going to cry racism mm-hmm. and sexism everywhere mm-hmm. you go? Or how's this going right. to work? How's this going to work for you? I mean, I'm not saying she should have took the 500000 but But I mean, you could have easily, and like I said, this is where, like, she needs a better team. Mm-hmm. Your husband, you don't need your husband managing you. I'm sorry. No. You need somebody else. Get you a better team. At this team. point, she can manage herself. Yeah, like, that or get somebody for? else who, who is, like, really looking out for you because your husband ain't doing shit. Yeah. He's just there to, for whatever reason. He needs to like put even even if she could have let's say three hundred you know three mil was the the starting point. You could have took that, then put out your special, made your your uh, your fans want more, mm-hmm. and they would have demanded yeah, you know another yeah. Monique special because she actually got one on there. She's. I believe I remember when I first got Netflix or whatever. I do remember she had one on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still on there, but whatever. So I don't girl, know. We're gonna pray for you. Yeah, that's all we can do. Keep Sister Monique in prayer because this is it's not looking good for her Mm-mm. right now. But she can go um, even in her stand up, she you know, this like I said, the stuff some of the stuff that mm-hmm. she talks about, like she gets real nasty and yeah. blunt about you know god and people that believe in god and all of that and for me some of that was a little off-putting she was funny in mm. certain moments but there were moments where it was like oh shit mm. like mm, okay i didn't know you, i didn't know you felt that way um wow. so i don't know what do you mean that's why god don't like ugly so hmm. i don't know because hmm. he sure don't like ugly hmm. maybe that's what it is sis. so Wait, before we jump into the next topic, I gotta leave. I done had too much wine. <laughs> so we're gonna pause. We're gonna take a little potty break. We'll be back. Okay, we back. Hey, y'all. 
Everybody's way back. You just had a little bit too much wine. That's all. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> what was your week? What we had? I don't even remember. Um, we was talking about um. What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about Auntie Mo. Uh, yeah. But I think we can switch Because we said we was going to pray for her. Yeah. Keep her, keep her on the sick and shut in list. Um, keep her lifted up in prayer. Okay. So, I think it is time for us to jump into our main topic. Um, Shall actually, you want to bring it in because you posted it? So, uh, hold on. Let me pull it up. <laughs> okay, so Uh-oh. I have posted an article um, called. Okay, I need my glasses. Oh Lord! <laughs> For color girls in their thirties and forties who feel like life may have passed them by, and basically, um, I felt like it was very relatable because, you know, I'm in my early, almost mid thirties. And Annie is just turned 30. So um, it was just basically about women who we hit certain points in our lives and we felt like we had all these plans and, you know, things we wanted to do. And then sometimes you look up and you're like, hey, I didn't do anything I said I wanted to do. And then how you just sit back and you're like, damn it, I suck. Like, my life is terrible. Mm -hmm. I didn't accomplish anything. Um... What the hell am I going to do? How am I even going to get there? I'm getting older. And, you know, women, we kind of live on like a time clock, you know, our biological clocks. And we kind of count that way. Um, So we kind of get hard on ourselves. So I kind of felt like it was very relatable. And I even kind of like the other day kind of hit that point. I was just thinking like, I'm about to be 34 years old. The fuck am I doing? (laughs) Yeah. Um. It was just so many things that I wanted to do with my life. And I'm like, okay, so I did a few things, but there's more things that I want to do. And I'm just kind of at a point now where I'm like, all right, I'm in this field now. Like, I went to school, got my bachelor's and master's degree. But I'm in this field, like, I'm broke as hell. (laughs) Um, I don't even want to do this shit anymore. Mm -hmm. But I don't even know what else I want to do. So, you know, you feel like at a certain point in life, you're supposed to have it figured out. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody ever has it figured out, ever. Um, so, yeah, I, I know, like, for me, like I said the other day, I just kind of had that moment where I was like, I don't know. I'm really, really hard on myself right now. And I think as women, we just kind of, you know, get those points where you're like, the fuck? I think yeah. the lady in the article was like 43 yeah, or something like that. And yeah. she was just like, oh, my gosh. Um, there was like a, I can't remember what all she was doing, but whatever. The article was relatable (laughs) to us. And I think there's so many women out there that are like, you know, what am I doing with my life? And especially when it comes to like kids and marriage, especially now, like we just Mm -hmm. talk about relationships and stuff like that. Um, we're single and we look around and we're like, okay, I know for me, it seems like every time I turn around, somebody's getting engaged Mm -hmm. or everybody's pregnant now. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I don't care about that because I don't want kids. But, (laughs) yeah, but that's cool with me. I don't want children. So, but it's just like, okay, I don't have any prospects. Mm -hmm. Like, not one. So, I don't know. It's just kind of like, all right, so how much longer am I going to have to wait for this? And, like, you know, career-wise, like I said, I don't even know what else I want to do. I'm used to being in this field where I'm doing for everybody else. 
I don't even know what my other talents are. Right. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? True. I'm used to helping everybody else figure out what they want to do. But I don't know what else I'm good at. Mm-hmm. So trying to figure that out and I'm pushing 40. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I. For me, I've had a lot of those moments, and it might sound ridiculous, but I had a lot of those moments, like, I would say between the age of 27 and, and you know, when I turned mm-hmm. 30. Um, and that that sounds young, but, like, when you start to think about certain things and, honestly, the expectations of where you thought you would be mm-hmm. at a certain point, it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I wanted to be, by the time I turned 27, I wanted to be married with a kid working on my second child. Like, I want kids, but what I'm not going to do is sacrifice my well-being just for the sake of having a kid. Absolutely. I want to make sure that I'm in a position, hell, I can't even fully take care of myself. Like, I still go to my parents' house for dinner. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, right. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm ready for children just because I'm 30. Right. Um, and it, it's just a lot of things that... Um, that I wanted to to do or there was a lot of places mm-hmm. you know there's a place that I expected myself to be mm-hmm. by this point and I'm not there like I never thought in a million years that I would be single at 30 mm-hmm. and so it, it's weird um, to even be at this point but I also on the flip side I think turning 30 has done a lot of good for my Mm -hmm. mindset. Now, granted, I'm still young in the 30 game, but it was literally like a switch went off. And there are certain things that you think about in a different way. There are certain things that you just look at completely differently. And for me, I'm at a point where I don't necessarily want to live by a time clock anymore. Right. Like, I don't want to live by, okay, if I could just get this job or if I could just find a man or if I could just get to certain point financially, blah, blah, blah. Like those things will happen or they're not going to happen. Like, and I, for me, I'm at a point where I'm just really trying to enjoy the time that I know I have, which is is literally this moment. Right. And, um, but like you said, it's, it's frustrating. I remember literally like sobbing, um, because things just were not lining up. And this is a, a point in life where you re- start to realize like who real friends are mm-hmm. and you start to, you know, even start to look at your family a little mm-hmm. bit differently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you just start to, you know, come to the realization that things just are not the way that you expected them to be. And so that's tough to deal with. That is very hard. And like you said, I think for women, we are a lot harder on ourselves mm-hmm than any because even just having this conversation with certain people almost felt kind of crazy having Mm -hmm. these feelings or I was made to feel kind of crazy but then reading this article it it was like okay it's not just me and I know that I'm still at a good Mm -hmm. place like because they they make you believe that you're supposed to make all of your mistakes in your 20s and you're supposed to have shit figured out by your by the time you're 30 I didn't have a whole lot of mistakes and I'm not saying that my twenties were perfect, but what I'm saying was I wasn't necessarily a risk taker. Mm -hmm. And so I have not had the opportunity to kind of 
learn from certain things. Mm-hmm. And so there's probably going to be a lot of mistakes that I'm going to make right. in my 30s that people are going to look at me like, girl, are you shitting me? And I'm gonna be like, you know what? No, I'm not. This is the decision I made. And, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but I think as women, we have to kind of lighten up. Yeah. And I think it, I think it's funny that you say, like, you never thought that at 30 you would be single. Like, that's how you mm-hmm. thought before. Because that's how society makes us feel. Right. Like, you're supposed to have a kid by a certain age. You're supposed to be married by a certain age. Like, look at me. I'm 33, about to be 34. Single as hell. Not one child. So, everybody's mm-hmm. looking at me like, so, what you waiting on? Yeah. So, according to them, I'm about to be pretty much an old maid. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? And just, like, that whole timeline and just learning to just live because I'm I'm like that too I'm just like well you know what things are going and I had to tell myself that too things will happen when they're supposed to Mm -hmm. my biggest thing for me was moving out of Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. like that's the biggest goal that I've wanted to accomplish and it's been years now that I've wanted to leave and I've tried and tried and tried and tried to try and it's not happened yet you know how bad and how hard I've been on myself for that like I felt like it's my fault that I haven't moved you know what I mean? And I've had, like, opportunities, and it's just like, you know, you got to have a feeling. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, just go. You never know. You never But I'm like, no. It's just certain things you just got to feel right about. Yeah. And I'm certain, sorry. Certain I'm not things, moving. Yeah, I'm not about to. There's certain things I'm not willing to Yeah. Move. I'm not and, moving just to say I move. Just yeah. like I'm not getting into a relationship just to say I'm in one or have a kid just to say I have one. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain feelings I have to have. Like, I had a job offer last year in Tennessee. Then come to find out, like, the area that I was in was, like, super-duper redneck. Like, I applied mm-hmm. for, like, Nashville. And then by the time I applied for that one, it was taken, but they needed someone. And like I, a yeah, and I was like, oh, hell no, I'm going to move in here yeah. and then get lynched or some shit. The way the climate is now with Trump and I, fuck. No, so I was like, nope, not taking it. Yeah. I'm not doing it just to say I moved. Yeah. I'm not taking anything. And then, like, I was telling, um, like, I had my session the other day, my therapist, and I said, I'm at a point now where I'm just tired of settling for things. Yeah. Like, I was used to, like, just settling for a job to say, like, oh, well, I don't, I'm tired of this one, so let me just take this one. Settling for men or just settling for yeah. just whatever, just cousin. I don't want to keep doing that. Nope. You know what I mean? So I had to learn, like, things will happen when they're supposed to. As long as I'm doing my part and trying right. to do what I got to do, it'll happen when it's supposed to. Right. And then I got to understand, too, that, like, if I don't move out of Pittsburgh with Am I going to be okay with that? Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing my therapist was like, well, what if you don't? <laughs> Are you going to be okay with that? Or are you going to keep being down on yourself for that? Right. You know what I mean? So right. that's just my biggest thing, too, because that's really, like, my biggest goal ever. Yeah. Like, I have to get, because I feel like a failure for that. I really do. And especially no, you got you. family and friends, like, well, when are you leaving? When are you going to move? When are you going to do this? And then I'm looking at some of these people like, well, didn't I try to connect with you, though? Because I try to talk to you. And you played the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But I watched you help this person over here. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. shut the fuck up and don't ask me no questions. Because I did try <laughs> to talk to you. So I don't want to hear none of that shit about when you yeah. leaving. And I thought you was leaving here. And I thought, shut up. Because I ain't trying to hear it. Because to be honest with you, I've been trying to leave since. So I came back to Pittsburgh after college in 09. Had my first job, which is the reason why I came back. Um, but then I literally got laid off six months mm-hmm. later. And so since that point, I have been trying, like the applications have been nonstop, mm-hmm. even went out and got my master's degree. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I got my master's degree. I got my MBA and, you know, shit's about to turn around. I should be getting job offers left and right. Yep. Like, boom, boom, boom. The shit didn't happen that way. 
Yeah. It did not happen that way. Yep. And so I'm really trying to get to a point where not giving up on my expectations, mm-hmm. but I'm really trying to just be okay mm-hmm. with if circumstances say no. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? And, yep. you know, that even brings me to a point where I'm trying to get stronger in my faith because there have been plenty of times where me and God didn't have beef. We didn't have some serious <laughs> beef. I'm like, God, do you like, do you hate me mm-hmm. this much? Mm-hmm. Like, what did I do that was so wrong that mm-hmm. you really hate me? And like, we've gone through some things and now I'm just yep. at a point and I'm like, you know what? Yep. It is what it is. You know, I, I realize there are some things that are just completely out of my control. Yep. And so I'm just trying to 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 let those things completely go. And that includes leaving Pittsburgh mm-hmm. because there are certain things that I'm just not going to do. And that one of those things is I'm not leaving where I'm supported and where I'm loved. Right. Without anything to go to exactly you know what I mean so I'm not leaving here to go somewhere else without a job without a job and I'm not going somewhere where I don't know anybody else who can support me in those moments where I'm not working like I'm just I'm just not willing to take that risk and And if that means if I'm in Pittsburgh for the rest of my life then so be it and we're just gonna have to make the best of it and I know people are like you gotta take a leap of faith and you gotta do it and I get that but those are people who already might have somebody there that they know are gonna Mm -hmm. help them I barely have help here Mm -hmm. So I'm not taking that risk to move to a whole other state because it's not like I want to move to Philly or something. Mm-hmm. I want to move away. Mm-hmm. So I'm not taking that risk to just move away from everybody and not have nobody to, to you know, at least help with something if some if times me, get rough. I know some people who have just up and left mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, and but I probably know some more people who have up and left Pittsburgh and still in the same mm-hmm. position I'm mm-hmm. in. You're just or they had str- to come back. Right. Or you're 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 just struggling in a different state. Right. And so for me, I would rather struggle mm-hmm. where I'm comfortable mm-hmm. and where I know my support system is than to just uproot my entire life, mm-hmm. feel completely isolated, and feel completely like broken down because mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, where I thought I should be. Right. And it, it it becomes a lot. It becomes a lot. And I think that um you know, again, it kind of take, it takes me back to my point where we have to, as women, we have to let go of our expectations, but that doesn't mean it gets any easier mm-hmm. either. Because um, like I said, we're always looking around at everybody else. Yes. And society just has this whole, yes. well, what's wrong with you? Because Why if I go you? to one more event where people ask me, so when you having kids? Um... When the Lord finds me a man and we get married exactly. and then I have some kids. I'm, and that's no shade against people who have no, had none at all. children before they were married. Because, I mean, hey, flourish. That's that's for you. But what's for me is I would love to be in the position where I find my husband. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. enjoy ourselves, our marriage for a couple of years and then decide to have children. Right. And so if that means I'm a 35 year old mom with a newborn, then that's just what it right. is. That's just what it is. And again, that makes it easier for me to stay here because Beth's not going to reject no grandchild. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you got me, all my siblings have kids except right. me. So they're all like, so, so what you waiting What on? you doing? Even, even the babies are asking me now. Auntie <laughs> Shell. I was like, mm, it's so funny. Cause we've been out to eat the other day. <laughs> And 
the waitress was asking if me and Mike were brother and sister. And so mm. I was like, yeah, we're twins. She, she's like, well, so that means like you have kids and whatever and you want to have twins. I was like, well, he has one. He doesn't have twins. And I was like, and I don't have any. And I was like, and for that reason, because I don't want twins. Right. Nephew over here, Shell. I was like, you know, I'm scared to have kids because I don't want them. You know, right, I don't want twins. Right. He's like, Shell, you don't have to be scared because I got you. Oh. I said, well, I love you for that, but no. Oh. I said, you <laughs> just going to go babe. out here and get a job and take thank care you, of Auntie Shell. Okay. He's so precious because he means well. Bless he's his heart. Such a, he's such a sweetheart. But Bless no. his heart. Thank you, babe. But no. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just... We just get so hard on ourselves, and we're like, "Why well, didn't do this?" And then, like I say, every time you turn around, somebody's getting married, and I'm like, "Well, I ain't got shit," mm-hmm. and I, I can't even, I don't even know. Just the ones that come across me ain't shit. So and then you feel bad about that. That's like, what am what I is doing? It me? Am I attracted like, like, shit? Like, what? What? What, a, what a, is it? Me? Because like, you know that's what they happening? tell you. They, it's, it's you. you uh, let let some of these niggas out here putting relationship advice out for women. Let some of them tell it. It's our fault. Like it's. Because that's we're part the of the reason why. And... And... Okay, that's part of the reason why so people was mad at Sierra. Sierra. Yeah, because mm-hmm. and I'm kind of glad we didn't touch that. But yeah, no. Yeah, because I I kind of was feeling like that too. I really technically was like I don't know, but I got it. Yeah. Because I was like, shut up. Yeah. You know? But yeah. Yeah, and so I think for us, it's just really a matter of just trusting who we are mm-hmm. as women like there's nothing wrong with us there's you know nothing wrong with our circumstances there are some things that we may be late bloomers on mm-hmm. but at the end of the day we're still blooming yep and so if we want to start that business at age 45 then so be it it, it, it is what it, it is um hell look how long it took us to start this podcast <laughs> after, and after kept it coming was at first us. presented <laughs> How many years did it take for us okay. to jump to the shit? So, okay. I mean, it just, sometimes it just takes a while to, to, okay. to pull that trigger. And you know what? I, I love every each and every moment of this because this is, it allows yeah. you to just yep. say what you feel. And at the end of the day, it's, yep. it's our goddamn show. And if there's something you disagree with, you can simply turn it off. That's it. Period. And then at the end of the day, too, um, I think we got to learn how to... Like, I was reading somewhere, and they were saying how as much as you want to have, like, a romantic relationship and stuff like that, I think it's just as important to have friendships and focus on, like, your friendships and your family because at the end of the day, those are more important, too. You know what I mean? Sometimes, men, we have our men, and then sometimes they go. And then I think there's a lot of women, too, who honestly do not know how to be single. Yeah, Um, uh, absolutely. They just don't know who they are Mm -hmm. as a woman. Mm -hmm. And so they end up in situations where they're catering to the expectations of the man or whoever the partner that they're with. And then later on in life, find themselves unhappy because you still don't know who you are. Yep. Like single singleness is important. It is important. I shared a video on that. The pastor was saying that oh, you yeah, have to yeah. be single in order to, to move to the single. next step. You got to understand what that's like. Cause you got to be complete in order to be with somebody. Else. Right. Like, if you don't know who you are, then that whole relationship or marriage is going to be jacked right. up. Because like you said, when you get married and you move together, that whole sheet is going to come it's, off. It's again. a different dynamic. And they're going to see who you really are. Like, don't even do it. You got to learn. People be looking at me because I go out places by myself Woo! all the time. I go out with my friends, but I go out by myself too. Mm-hmm. 
if you gotta learn, like you gotta, you gotta figure yourself that. out. You gotta do that. You, you don't have know to that know shit, do what you, you know? like to do because even after you get married, you still have to hold on mm-hmm. to that piece that is you. Yep, because have a life. Then you will be consumed mm-hmm. by having a husband. You will be consumed by having children, and then yep. here you are behind the curtain, still trying to figure shit out. Yep. And so you're at the point where you're about to have a nervous breakdown because you can't figure out how to escape mm-hmm. this life or this this pocket mm-hmm. that you've made for yourself. And so if you enjoy knitting, go take a knitting class yeah. and maintain that while you're married. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's certain things about yourself that you have to maintain. I understand that when you get married that you become a joint Mm -hmm. union and then you become a parent and all of that stuff. But there is a piece of you that Mm -hmm. you just have to hold on to because it is so easy to get consumed. And as women, we're nurturers. We want to cater to everybody else. And while ourselves, we take a back seat and you will lose yourself so quickly. I've seen it so many times. Of course, I've never been married, but I have friends who have been Mm -hmm. married and I have friends who are going through that process mm-hmm. right now in their marriage. And is it for me even just looking at that, this has been a time of observation mm-hmm. to figure out the shit that you don't want to have yep. happen. Because even while, you know, I may not have might might not be going through things firsthand, but just even observing what yeah. other people are going through it's like, yeah, no, I don't I don't want any part of that. Yeah. I don't want And any, even any and not even just marriage, it's just in anything like having kids and just a whole bunch of stuff. I watch people mm-hmm. go through things, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so I just kind of taking pointers and yeah, and all that stuff. But absolutely, yeah, it's it's just we just have to stop being so hard on ourselves and stop living wow. on this whole we do, this time timeline. Like, yeah. I mean, we get to thirty, and we think it's the end of the world. Right? Oh my god, I'm turning thirty. Like, what am I going to do? And right. Like I said, I had my little moment the other day, and I was like, what am I doing? Because I was yeah. like, I don't want to do this forever. Like. I really, really enjoy helping people mm-hmm. get their lives together and all that stuff. But I'm like, I don't want to work for people. Yeah. Like, how can I do that but do it for myself? Yeah. But still be a blessing to other people. Yeah. Because I'm tired of working. <laughs> and see, the way I see my field, and it's it, honestly, it could be the same for yours because you typically work with adults and minus kids. But there's always volunteerism. Mm-hmm. There's always, you know. Um, and so for me, I'm on a, a quest to find something fulfilling mm-hmm. that I can, you know, maintain financially. And if it's still on my heart to work with the babies and all of that, mm-hmm. then I can always sign up and volunteer for some stuff. Like yeah. I'm part of the big sister, big brothers, big sisters program. I'm not the best big sister. I will say that. But also part of that is because I'm still trying to figure out my right. own shit. Right. And so it's like, you know, I'm on, at this point I'm on job number three, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make ends meet like a motherfucker and it just becomes hard trying to impart wisdom on somebody that's young that you you know have signed up to spend time with so um and I think that's the thing because I'm like all right I'm how old now I feel like I should be making more money but it's like yeah what am I doing because I'm so broken I'm tired of it especially with (laughs) master's degrees like you go into a master's degree and think like okay when I come out of here like I can add this to my resume yeah she's about to be popping and blow that's what they told us. That's, and not, that's not what always happens. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. with an MBA, I'm just sitting here like on struggle mode because yeah. it's like, what what the hell? And I, I say this, you know, freely and often that if I could go back to even what I majored in in college, it wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. I would not have been a business major mm-hmm. because my 30-year-old self 
I know who I have a stronger understanding of who I am. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting here looking at my 18 year old self like sis. You, you know you didn't fuck that right. Because mm-hmm. this is it's just not the yeah. field where I know I want to be. And so even that has been a struggle because yeah. I feel like I'm paying these loans back and I'm, I don't even want For the some, shit. For some, you ain't even Y'all doing it anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm just Y'all like... Y'all can uh, repo my shit. Exactly. If, it, <laughs> you, can if you can repo. take off my loans, take the whole degree back. The whole take it all thing. back. Because I don't even want it no more. Yep. And I was all like, oh, I want to do psychology because it's so interesting. And I want to do child psychology and I want to do this. And then I got to my junior year of undergrad and I was like, no, I don't. I want to do none of this no more. Yeah. But then it was too late. I was yeah. like, man, I can't switch nothing out. Then yeah. I got my master's in criminal justice. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can do juvenile probations. And I was like, they don't make money either. Nope. <laughs> so yeah. I've just been in this field now and I'm just like, hmm. I'm not making no money. Because I've, I've always been a creative. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to draw. I like to sing. Dancing was my number one. Mm-hmm. I started dancing when I was, like, five. So that, like, that side of me, I feel like, is suffering because I'm trying to fit this square peg in a round yeah. hole, and it's just not working. And as a result, my creative side has, like, right. it's like, sis, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm over here somewhere. Yeah. You know, um, so it, it it really is like. And see, I'm trying to find a creative side because I'm tired of doing this stuff. And so I'm trying to find yeah. like, okay, so what can I do? Like, can I make stuff? Can I learn how to do something? Yeah. Can I learn how to paint, draw, or make some centerpieces or something? Because look, I'm about to plan this anniversary party for my mom and dad. And I'm doing the centerpieces. Let me see how That's I do. That's real. Straight up. That's real. Because if it, if it turned out well, best believe I'm about okay. to make something for okay. now. Okay. Good plan. All right. Take you a couple classes down at Michael's. Stop playing. Okay. Listen. So, we might make something out of that. Like, I have my guitar. It's been sitting huh? in there. I have a I have an acoustic guitar. It was a gift to me for Christmas at this point, maybe like three, four years hmm. ago. I have only picked it up a handful of times. Hmm. And so, for me, that's one of my goals for this year is mm-hmm. at least to learn how to play Mary Had a Little Lamb on the shit. Um... But just really trying to get in touch with, like, who I know I want to be right. as far as my creative side. Because this this other side is is pissing me off. And so maybe if I focus on something else, mm-hmm. it might balance itself out. And see, like I said, I really, really like helping people. You know, I was like, I could do life coaching, but I think you need to be certified or some shit. You right, take that's classes. the other thing. I was like, like I could do that. You need some extra yeah. certification or degree or whatever. So I was case like, I don't have money for that. Right. You got to do that. But I was like, if I could find money, that's like, I'm going to do a GoFundMe. Come on. Sure, okay. I could do that. They don't GoFundMe for anything now. Okay. If I can do a GoFundMe and get money for that or whatever. But y'all don't even want to do that because I don't like asking people for money. No, me neither. So I don't even feel comfortable doing that. But. I could do that, still do what I like to do, and make my own money off it. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. But it's hard. I mean, we'll figure it out. We Like you said, we got to trust people. And like I seen somebody say something that we make our plans, but God laughs at them. He got his own stuff for us. And I've had to learn that, too. Yeah. I've had to learn that, too. Because somebody somebody posted today, like, uh, I think it was something from Sprinkle of Jesus. It was like, God will send you the same lesson in different packaging just to see if you learn. I saw and that. that's my dumbass. Like that. I will fall right back into I saw the same Shana posted shit. that, didn't she? Somebody I posted I think it was Shana. Yep, I saw that. And I'll be sitting there like, oh, this is mine. Yep. Meanwhile, 
God be up there like sis. You just yeah. ain't gonna ever learn. You are not gonna ever learn. Yeah, because I related to that too. <sighs> yeah. So for those of you who are feeling discouraged, whether it's your twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, whatever, like, you good girl. You girl. You good. You good. You girl. don't have nothing to prove to anybody except yourself. And so, I mean, forget what people are talking about. Forget what time clock other people have for you. Forget about the time clock you have for yourself. Just keep pushing. Mm -hmm. That's really, really all it is. I will say, though, is that having a faith, a faith, Mm -hmm. in something outside of you is helpful. Now, for me and Shell, we was raised up in the church, and we both believe in, uh, in God, and, you know, we believe in the the power that he has but if that means you gotta worship buddha for a little while then yeah you, you do something. what you gotta do but you cannot you also can't do it by yourself yep i will say that i find you a good support system yes. some friends somebody yep that's going to uplift you because that's what we need we need some encouragement so so yeah that's that we're well, gonna be praying for heavy. <laughs> I got a little heavy. I'm little, hungry. Little therapy sessions, real quick. I done worked up a hunger. <laughs> <laughs> so we are gonna pray for ya. Yeah, Reverend Brown voice. Keep you lifted in prayer. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. So so now it is time for. Oh oh oh! Come on, ah, come on, Shell. <laughs> Sorry. What are they What are they What are they doing? 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 What <laughs> this video sucks me up every single time. Yeah. Okay. Every single time. All right, y'all. So now we got to do our where they at though, because we be, we be slacking on that. But I think it's because we've been having some uh, very interesting topics, yeah. and it kind of just takes over our time. But uh, okay, so we back. So on. this week we have none other than Miss Adina Howard. Shout out to her. Adina, uh, Dina, Dina. Miss um, Freak Like Me. Because we ain't seen sis since uh, the 90s. No, we uh, haven't. Freak Like Me, T-shirt and my panties. What year did Freak Like Me come out? Anybody know? 90-something. Mm, okay. <laughs> so for those of you who need a refresher. Was it uh, like 94-ish? Sis put out a song basically saying, I'm going to get this dick whether y'all like it or not. And uh, Freak in the Morning. Freak in the evening. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? She said, I'm available. She need a rough neck. Brother that can satisfy me. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. She said, let me lay it on the line. I got a little freakiness <laughs> inside. And you know what? She wasn't ashamed. She was not ashamed. And I'm here for it. As, you know, somebody that's older, I probably was listening to this song when I was like eight. Jamming to it like okay. I knew what she was talking about. She said but, she got a freaky secret. Everybody, Everybody sing because we, we don't give a, a damn, damn about, a, about thing. a thing. Okay, so this, let, let me just let me just let her ladies' vocals on you real quick. Here she, this, this is what she said. This is what Sister Adina said, 
and she quotes. <laughs> on a gangster lane. Hey, hey. So, Adina said, look, I'm looking for a man that can keep up with me. Okay? I don't know what y'all talking about. And then and, she hit us. And she got her t-shirt and her panty. You know what I mean? Okay. Hey. In her bed. Soaking wet. They got real. Yeah. I just, just want to know what the adult supervision was. Who was allowing us to we were singing that. Because singing it hard body. Hard. Like, Okay. Ten years old talking about I got my t-shirts and t-shirt and my panties on. Real like, what? With your Wednesday panties on, your days of the week panties? What do you mean? <laughs> she said she was in the bed soaking wet and we were like eight years old. <laughs> what do you mean? Like what did somebody talking did somebody about? pour water on you? What do you mean? I don't know wow. what you mean by wet. I don't I don't know what that means. Wow. Mm. Who was supervising us? I don't know. Because time. at the let me tell you, when I know all the words to shoot at 12, Listen, we got a problem. Because my mom is super sanctified, and <laughs> I don't know where she, <laughs> where she was when that song came Von, on. Lonnie left the room. Yeah, she was Von super sanctified. I don't know where I was. But anyway, so yeah, Dana still looks great. She, she cut does. her hair and stuff. She got a little baldy now. Go ahead, she's, Adina. Uh, she's on Instagram doing things. You know, you, you find everybody on Instagram. She got a little, um, she got an album out. Or coming out or something like that. It's called Bless for Me, I believe. Yeah. And so she's going on tour. Okay. Her tour starts on February second. So she's just going to sing them two songs and be done, or I don't know. Because I feel like you have to be a hardcore Adina. Because I don't know what other songs she has. Me neither. Those are like the most popular. Me neither. I believe. So I feel like you just go to the concert for those two songs and then you just kind of leave. And I'm sure everybody goes hard. Yeah. That has to be the last song. Yeah. That has to be I'm the sure they go hoard. Go hoard. Ice Cube accent. Hoard. Shout out to Ice Cube and Players Club. And Players Club. Which we is still on in the background right now. Um, make the money. Don't let it make you. So yeah, she got a little tour going on. Hashtag starting Warren, next Ronnie Friday. No quotes. Next Friday in Colorado. So she's still doing her little thing. Go ahead, Adine Bean. Adine Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Shout she got her. it. She's out here getting it. She didn't cut her hair. Oh, she bald. really do got a baldy. Yeah, she like got a, a bald, like a dead ass milk dud. Bald skeezy. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. She cute. So, I mean, yeah, she's still out here doing her thing. I didn't know though until I found her on Instagram that she was still doing her thing. So go ahead, Adine. Coming out the gym with this fresh baldy. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And she's married, I think. Is she? Too, well, so she done found her a freak like got her. Got her a freak. A freak like her. Go ahead. A roughneck nigga. Yeah. That can satisfy her. Okay. You know what I mean? She's going to be in with her t-shirt and panties. Right. Go That's probably her. how she got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Remember that video, though? She was in the car. With t-shirt and panties? No. Um, freak like me. She was bouncing it in the car. In a drop-top car. I don't remember that. You don't remember the video? Mm-mm. She was in the car bouncing it. 
I feel like I was. I honestly feel like I have not watched an actual video since like Video Soul. With I don't Donnie, watch videos with now. Donnie Simpson with the green eyes. Yeah, I don't watch new videos because I don't feel like they have anything to do with what they're talking about. So I don't watch videos now. Oh, she do got other songs. Oh, see, I don't. Wow, only knew about them too. Wow. You know, we could do next. We'll talk about it later. Okay. So anyway, yeah, Adina's still out here doing her thing, y'all. So, shout out to her. Shout out to Adine. Adina Bina. So, anyway. I think that's all we got. That's all we have for this episode. Episode 9. Episode 9 of the Yizam. Yeah, I think next week, or next episode, we'll have the guys back on. Or yams. Yamb. Shout out to them. Word. True. And a word to... J.E. and Nick's, we're coming at y'all with that Hennessy fried chicken. Yeah, we're going to try that. Yeah, we're going to fry that up. We're going to try we, that. Yeah, y'all going to be our, our samplers. Shout out yeah. to the Cognac Chronicles. <laughs> I mean, it just, it Wait, just fits. I seen dude doing a video with Henny Burgers. I said, this no, dude must be much. stopped. He has to be stopped. That's too much. Because the Henny fried chicken is too much. Yeah, I was like, how do you even... But a Henny but Burger okay. is where I yeah, draw he was, the line. He was grilling them on a grill. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he's doing the V-Muds mm-hmm. now. But okay. No. So yeah, but anyway, we thank y'all for listening to us. As always. Um, if y'all have any topics or anything that y'all want us to discuss, you know, always hit up the page, email Truth. us, um, Instagram, Facebook. Because you know the group chat be lit. It do be lit. It be lit. I bullied my little brother into doing it today. <laughs> I thought I was gonna beat him up. So. <laughs> Shout out to Mitch. I love it. Shout out to Mitch. <laughs> hey Mitch. <laughs> So, so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're gonna go. We're gonna let y'all go. It's been about an hour and a half, so we're gonna let y'all go. Y'all enjoy y'all, y'all night or day or whatever. Whatever, whatever time doing. you listen to this shit yeah. when it come out. Okay. Whatever y'all doing. Just yeah. Thanks for listening. We love y'all. True. We love y'all. Love you. Okay. And we'll catch y'all next time for episode ten of the Yams. The Yams. All right. Okay. Y'all. Love y'all. Bye. Peace out.